Welcome to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neal, and I'm joined by Alex Phillips, writer and director of All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. I was going to say it's very cool to have you here, but I don't know after watching the movie. No, it's very cool to have you here. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, uh, whether you want me or not. Right, right. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I think it's actually, is it streaming this weekend at, um, at Bizarro Land? Yeah, it, it's uh, it'll be it'll be at the the fest. Or um, yeah, it'll be it'll be live. It won't be streaming. Oh, nice. Yeah, streaming there, so, and then it's playing at on Screenbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, streaming on the on the Screenbox, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought because my friend Steven, who runs it, he was uh, when I mentioned you were coming on, he was like, "Oh, it's playing at uh, Bizarro Land." Formally, oh, yeah. wrong, but yeah, sweet. So yeah, first, I love yeah. Second round, played by um. My short, uh, who's a good boy? Yeah, which uh, I've not seen. I'm go. I was looking up your other work, and uh, I'm very curious to watch uh, your your other films. Check them out. They're they're um they're of a similar similar style. I'd say interesting. So, which comes first, like the movie idea or the name? Because the name really, uh, like, whoa, this is a cool name. I could almost see like you come up with the name, and like now I've got to write a movie around the name. Uh, no, this one actually. No, so I wrote the script um, and the characters, once everything got sort of grounded in this, uh, everyone getting high on these worms and getting all, getting their lives ruined by them, um, I sort of slapped it on the like first, first like completed draft of, of that, that version of this. Um, and I, it was like a working title because I, I thought it was too long, honestly. I was like, and then I spent the next like three or four years trying to, to, come up with a different title i wanted to like you know like a one word you know yeah, sort of something or something yeah yeah something something maybe you know like sexier or something glossier but i you know i could never escape it it was just like it was you know you can't you can't really do better than, than all jacked up and full of worms you know it was too yeah. true that's funny you mentioned that because i in my mind i thought maybe other people would be telling you like you gotta change your name it's too long but you yourself thought that but i think it's the right decision because as soon as I heard it, because I've seen it playing at other, I haven't seen it at festivals, but I, I've seen it playing in other festivals. And it, whenever I saw the name, I was like, oh, that's something I need to check out because it definitely sticks in your mind. Well, I think that's kind of the best way to make any decision is like you come up with, a, you go with your gut and then you try to, to, to come up with something better than your gut. And if you can't, then that's the right thing. Yeah. Now you mentioned there, it's uh, about people. Um, well, you, you want to explain what the movie is in your mind. In, in my mind well uh, yeah i mean so it's about it's about these two two guys that that meet via their their mutual appreciation for getting high on earthworms and then they uh go through a bunch of different uh trials and 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 their lives get messed up in various ways because of either their the their past that they bring to the worms or because of the worms take them on this horrible journey mm-hmm. and uh lead to destruction yeah, that's a part of the reason I love festivals is you see like weird movies like this that don't necessarily fit in or, or maybe they fit in several genres. They don't fit into one genre. Um, is it was that a problem when you're uh, even like getting uh, casting the movie? I would think some people uh, not only the, the, the genre part, but some of the, the scenes, maybe some people weren't into didn't want to. be. Um, yeah, well, actually, you'd be surprised that once so like once you sort of start as a weirdo and you make these sort of things like, like who's a good boy, right. Is about um, this guy who's running around naked in a park 
and he's pissing in the park and he's this couple uh this lesbian couple like sort of kidnap him take him in and they try to house train him because he's running around acting like a dog so and it's like sort of a sort of surreal dreamlike thing of them trying to make him be a uh, house trained dog you know and once you have like all these once you go to your friends and you're like okay we're gonna make a movie where everyone's gonna run around naked like a dog the asks then it's not no longer surprising when you're like okay so now you're gonna like put a worm in your face and you know like we're gonna do all this crazy stuff and you know it, it once you have like the resume you know it's like like anything you know then people are, are down down to, to, yeah, to people do you think like doing the festivals helps in that regards that you get your name out there as like oh this guy's a weird guy but he also makes like interesting stuff that i'd want to be a part of so. yeah totally i mean especially that's what kept me going making shorts you know like um it's not like shorts really get that many distribution opportunities it's not like you can make a living making short films by like maybe some people do but i don't know that many people doing that um so yeah i mean having an building an audience and getting institutional support whatever that looks like behind the stuff you do is yeah i mean it's invaluable that's what keeps you going so yeah yeah, and it keeps people it keeps people interested in the work if you keep keep doing it. Yeah, I like that. I, I always find it interesting about the shorts. Like, I like to ask people why they make them, and I I don't mean like what the hell are you doing? Why are you making this? I, you know, it's like you can say that too. What, what is like the end game? Like, because <laughs> not, there's more platforms now where they can go. It used to be really either you'd put them out yourself on Vimeo or YouTube, or they would just basically disappear. Now they can actually land on you know certain places. Even Shutter has some shorts, but like when you were doing the shorts, was it like I want to do these to like either get my name out there or like I eventually want to make a feature. And this is like a good way to learn to do that. Um, well, so like making a movie is like so hard, especially if you're kind of doing a lot of stuff yourself or, you know, like your crews are really small. Um, so I always like looked at everything that I was doing and I, my next project also where it's sort of like, this is like, so much work and and like such a big ask of everybody involved and of myself that it's kind of like the just it existing is the final product you know it's like throw everything in there and you know if people have a problem with it then then that that's like sort of at the end of it you know but it's like don't don't pull punches and don't like compromise while making the thing you know mm -hmm. everything else is kind of this comes along with it like the idea of building an audience getting your name out there yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, or I don't know, but it seems like there is a different way of approaching making stuff where it's like you want you want to do it to to fit in a certain like box or a certain slot or a certain audience that you think is out there. But I think that's just as made up as anything else. You know, it's just sort of like you got to get the work out there, and if there's if there's someone there to meet it, you know, then then you did something. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on and all jacked up and full of worms. So the idea of uh... The worms themselves kind of, you know, being uh, drugs, basically. Do you have a do you have any history with uh, with um, with drug abuse or anything like that? Who's asking? Are you the, are you the cops or something? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I've done some drugs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know it, this 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 to me, the, the worms were like a couple served a couple different things where I was like, okay, I wanted to capture like going crazy more than being like addicted mm -hmm. to drugs, you know? But I also wanted to like make it make that active, give us some some sort of, you know, 
metaphorical, but also like mystical, supernatural or horror reason that these characters are like going on this, this sort of psychotic, you know, adventure and, and, and finding the worms, you know, instead of making it specific drugs, like instead of being like, this is about like transpotting, this is about heroin or, you know, this is like PCP or whatever, you know, it's like, no, these are worms. So it's like, it gives us, um, it makes it so we can put our, our own meaning into it, you know? And, and, and well, honestly, for when I was watching, I didn't see it either as a, like a drug addiction or anything, but it was more of people trying to, uh, who weren't necessarily happy and looking for something else or kind of almost like they were bored and looking for some, uh, some other type of meaning in their life. Yeah. I mean, so for like Ben, also like, with the baby, I think is the same kind of idea. Like, does he necessarily want a baby or does he just want one? Because, that's like something to do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I guess I wouldn't, I wasn't putting that they were bored. I was more putting like, like he was, he, he seems like a real loner. Like his life seems that's, like, that's probably a better way to someone who is a, a very alone. And you know, the, yeah. the other, and the other guy for Roscoe, my, my thing was like that his love life is sort of falling apart and that the people around him ha- seem to have found like, like sort of like a hippie meaning to their life, like a, a certain kind of religion that to me seems absurd. And maybe to this character also like his reaction to it is sort of like, what the hell is like, I'm do- going on. This is actually fucking me up in a real way. And you guys seem to just sort of be pre- performing this. Um, so you can hook up. And I, I, I think like, yeah, I, I, it's like sort of, like you said, you're trying to find meaning, replace the hole in our hearts with these worms, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you use for the worms? I mean, there's living worms in there, but I assume they're not snorting worms and, and eating worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I mean, what I've been been saying to everybody is it's it's like all it's all a documentary use of of worms. <laughs> oh, it's all true. Yeah, it's all worms. That's a way to go. I think I, I like that. This is a stupid question, unlike my other ones. I guess we're genius. But, uh, <laughs> are you familiar with the Boogeyman from WWE wrestling? Oh, the boogeyman! Wait, tell me about the boogeyman. Well, the boogeyman—he come out. He would—he a short. He didn't have a long run, maybe two years. But um, he would come out and he would—he would eat living worms. He would grab. He'd come out the sack, and after he beat the guy, he'd throw worms on him. But sometimes he just grab them out and he'd eat them. Hell yeah! It's yeah. very. That weird. sounds. Amazing. I was surprised they never got in trouble with with uh, Peta or anything like that. That sounds great. Yeah, I used to watch like WWE stuff when I was a kid. I feel bad that I put it down. I I, I think it's so fun. I, I don't know. Yeah, the, it's like the ultimate performance. It's so yeah, good. Exactly. So I have to bring up the baby. So uh, yeah, yeah. lots of things about it because I watch a lot of crazy movies and I've watched movies since I was a little kid. So not to be like a badass, I don't get like scared or anything, but there was scenes in your movie that genuinely like dis- was disturbing to me. And there was a point I was almost like, I don't know if I even want to interview uh, about this movie. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, first of all, like even making the doll, like where, where did you, I assume you didn't buy the doll made like that. No, no. So, okay. My, my, my buddy, Ben Gojer, he, he did like, he made these practical, practical effects that you see in the movie and the, and the baby doll is like, you know, like it's what I asked for, but he, he made that like head. Like we went to, um, we went to the store and we went shopping for in the, you know, the toy section. We found some, some baby dolls with, with duplicates. And then um, he took one of the heads off and we kept the other ones for like stunt doubles. 
um, and made the mold that you would see that you saw. Um, and that was like, yeah, I mean, that was a long process of, of figuring out what this, this horrific thing should look like and how it, you know, and, and, and how it's supposed to function and also how it's supposed to be sort of like a psychologically, uh, messed up thing that you're looking at. Yeah, because there's a very first, like you see it. Um, I don't know how I don't want to give too much away of the movie, but there, there's a, really a scene. I think I was like, whoa, I don't know what's going on here. Cause not only does he have the baby, he's also talking about like it's his test baby. So yeah. then when he has, starts to get sexual, sexual gratification from this doll and he wants a real baby, that asks a lot of questions in your mind. Like, sure. whoa, uh, this is no longer a guy you want to root for, obviously. And, uh, you know, he definitely shouldn't have his own baby. So there's a lot of questions that come out of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so it seems like it did mess with you. But it's also... I want to say, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I actually like that about the movie because there aren't too many things anymore that would... If someone who watches a lot of festival movies and weird movies, that's really taboo. Or makes you even like, oh, wow, I don't know about this. Well, so, like, the point to me of movies, like, some of my favorite stuff even like books, plays, movies, you know, like even like one flew over the cuckoo's nest or something like that. You like get these characters that are like anti-heroes or like there's these guys that, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, I did some bad stuff in my past, but now I'm doing, you know, even Indiana Jones, right. There's even like a weird, like, you know, like weird references in there to like that sort of thing. And I wanted to, I feel like we've sort of like pulled away from that. Like all of our characters now like maybe they'll say something that's a little crass or something like that, but like, they're always like telegraphing, like I'm a good guy and I'm doing the good thing, you know? And there's like very clear lines of good and evil. And I feel like that's kind of like doing an injustice to, to like stories and art and all this other stuff that we've got going on. Cause I, I, I think that you know what's right and wrong. And I think I know what's right and wrong. Like, I don't need to tell you, how, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think like it's better actually, and more challenging and more interesting to have a character that's messed up and have us recognize ourselves in him because like trevor dawkins who plays Benny boom trevor is like a really charismatic dude he's kind of funny and he's like gentle and like all this stuff like lets us into this guy and then freaks us out even more when we like like can relate now and then now seeing him do all this stuff and i feel like that's that challenging stuff is, is the point of making making art so that we can like understand each other better you know like and also, like, I wanted to dramatize, like, the, like, guilt and paranoia and anxiety that comes with just being, you know, mentally ill, crazy, all this stuff. Like, having messed up feelings is something that everybody has, you know. So mm-hmm. I I thought that that would – and making it so you can, like, actually feel those feelings is – was part of the mission of, the, of, of this, you know. Instead mm-hmm. of, like, telling us about it in a psychologically real way where it's like, oh, he came from a broken home and that's why – he's sad instead it's like oh no we're actually we feel it in our gut as to like why this guy's messed up yeah and the movie has a dreamlike quality to the whole thing where you don't know like what scenes are like real what's really you know uh, and so like you were saying people have uh, messed up thoughts so are these just like deep thoughts in his head and i i actually in my notes took it that he's a very likable guy which does make those scenes uh much more when they happen challenging like you said which and again, like you said, I said, I've said this before in the show, I think art should invoke emotion. And that doesn't always mean like a positive emotion. A negative emotion is this is, or even maybe even more powerful than a, a positive emotion. Yeah, I, I tried to give us like at the end of the movie, like this sort of like, 
while it's like in line, like everybody has exploded and all this stuff, like, but it's like, it's still also like, it's a totally like uh cross faded happy ending, you know, where like right. we, you know, it's like a yeah, beautiful then when sort you of think of the rest of the movie. Like, I don't know if this should, be, if this should be a happy ending. Right. 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 Which I yeah. like all of, I, I honestly like all of this, of the movies. I don't want, you know, there's so much going on. There's also a lot of crazy gore in the movie, which looks awesome. And yeah. uh, who, who does the effects for the movie? Because they look really good. And I assume yeah. it's not like a giant budget film. No, no, no. It's um, so it's my, my, my friend Ben Go. He's he's um, like he does the effects. Um, he's he's great. And, and he had a, a great team of people too, like coming out with this guy, Kyle Williams, um, who um, he did like the he works on um, in Chicago Med, I think it is like on like the, this Dick Wolf show. He came on for a couple of days to do like those like that, like slit in the in the arm where the guy puts yeah, that arm. looks great. It really I mean, I knew like, oh, I'm sure they didn't cut this dude's arm open to put a worm in it or a girl's arm open, but, but it looks great. It looks very realistic. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was like, you know, real DIY stuff that's been sort of elevated, you know, like the, like Ben has this puke rig that he's been taking around with him for a while. And so we got to use the puke rig a lot, which is just sort of like a, a pump spraying out a hose, you know, but it's like he, he like made this cool harness to put on like the side of your mouth, you know, like, and like, uh, you know, and, and then taking that to its like logical conclusion where we had like even longer hoses hooked up to like, um, this fire ex- extinguisher that would shoot out all the, all the stuff. So yeah, there was fun. It was, it was, it, everybody got like really covered in like blood and goo and, you know, it was yeah. fun. I, what's this like to watch uh, all jacked up in full worms with an audience? Cause I can imagine at a festival, there's going to be audiences that, I don't know how they react. I assume some people are laughing, some people are shocked, some people might just leave. What's the experience like? Um, you get like the late night audiences, they they seem to get it. They're like they're laughing even you know, they're laughing all the way through, but also like and groaning and just like going along with it. You get like a real vis- visceral response. Um yeah, I don't know, like like whole thing one of my favorite things is like the the re- reveal of the baby and like sort of <laughs> yeah, like you can feel I, sort of like everyone's like whoa like all this, <laughs> you know like kind of going along with this song you're like okay this is all great this is fun and then you're like thrown back and then you kind of like are like okay i guess i'm gonna like pay attention now and like you gotta see where the hell this is going and then i think like uh you know like everyone sort of goes on the roller coaster of like um being let back in and then like get, you know, getting the rug pulled out from them again. And, you know, and the, and the, the sort of like humor and, and shock and surprise that comes with that. I, I, I don't know, like going to festivals, the, the response has been, has been pretty great. I, I, I don't, I don't know what it's like to, to watch at home. I imagine it depends on what headspace you're in. Yeah, well, but when, I really, cause I do like festivals this came from a couple and I wish I would have uh, seen all jacked up and full of worms at a festival with people. Cause uh, I just uh, I assume it's a much different experience, and uh, I I would rather see every movie with an audience, you know, possible. Yeah. It's always possible. I imagine if you're in a real dark place in the middle of the night watching this thing, you're gonna have, maybe just be like, "Oh shit!" Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I had it was yeah, it was in my room, and the lights <laughs> were off, and I was like, oh, "What the hell am I watching?" But <laughs> but I mean that I mean honestly in a good way. Maybe good's not a, a great word. I don't know. Even you know, it was a positive. Uh, I enjoyed uh, it. 
for I don't even know if enjoy is the right term, but yeah, I think I think it's very interesting and I think it's well made and and I don't really see many things that has me like questioning like uh, you're making me think about the movie uh, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the point, you know. It's like I don't want to give people what they're you know something easy, you know, like that you can get that anywhere. You can watch TV, you can find that anywhere in the world, you know? So it's like, no, there's a, there's a reason that this particular movie exists and, you know, it's going to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, where I already mentioned, it's going to be playing, um, it's playing this weekend at um, formerly sick and wrong uh, bizarro land. Yeah, bizarro and, land uh, yeah. And it's a streaming on screen box. So um, <clears throat> used to be, I'd go to the festivals and some of the movies, you know, they'd pop up on shutter, but a lot of stuff I would see <clears throat> would just disappear. And that was, it's cool that I got to see him, but it was also like sad, like, Oh man, this, you know, people should see this, but it's nice that there are a lot more streaming sites now that give a home or platform to some more out there stuff that might not you know land somewhere else. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Honestly, like, you know, like making this movie, there was no expectation in any way of like, necessarily really i mean obviously i would love i, I lo- wanted it to get distribution but i there's you know not having uh like knowing any of those people in the industry not not really like knowing where it would go the whole journey after making it and having it premiere fantasia and and like yeah, finding it at home and cinema and stuff like with with screenbox is like really really it's so so great it's like it it makes it so now i can make another movie and that there's like you know and i think it should give other people too like a like a a sense that they can go out there and make their fucking weird idea as well you know yeah i agree were you at fantasia for the yeah yeah that'd be i assume that was a a great experience yeah i I love it's a weird experience i assume you're also going in it's uh it's both like you're excited and you're both under and nervous. Yeah. Yeah. For the, well, so like this movie is crazy to think about, but yeah, when I went there, um, the movie had only been seen by like four people. So I was like, what's what what's going to happen? You know, I was like totally terrified. So when it did, when it finally happened, it was like a huge relief that the audiences were responding and that it was like, and, you know, I was like full and I was like, holy shit, like this is happening, you know? Um, and then for the rest, you know, like going to Fantastic Fest and also all this other stuff, it was like so fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the, I always uh, tell everyone, they, if you make films or if you just like films, whatever, uh, there's a lot of benefits, I think, to uh, going to festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I tried to find you. I don't, uh, not like at your home, but I think you're uh, you're hard to find. on. So, uh, do you have social media anywhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I just started my Twitter. I mean, I guess I had it, but I wasn't really using it. Um, what am I on there? I think I'm, I'm at hot pictures, hot X pictures. I don't know why. And then uh, on Instagram, I'm, I'm uh, at dog fuck puke. So. <laughs> All right. All right. That, that, <laughs> so that, 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 was a, that was a genuine laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's why it's kind of hard to find me. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't normally search for that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, incognito yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> no, I'm totally public. It's just you know, you don't uh you gotta look. All right, I'm I'm gonna find you here. So very cool. Well I really enjoyed talking with you. Yeah man, thanks thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah.
and people check out All Jacked Up and Full of Worms. Yeah, please do.